you want to get rich and you want to know how to do that. Yeah. My first question to you is why do you want to get rich? Rich people have the most influence and power, mm-hmm. and you'd like to have influence and power. Mm-hmm. I have influence, just not power, so I want as much power as I can. You, want, you have influence, you want power. Yeah. Why do you want influence and power? Um, because biologically, that's how God made man. So you want to be higher. Yeah. You, you recognize there's a hierarchy in life, especially among men. Yeah. And you want to move. So moving up that hierarchy does what for you? Okay, so your purpose, you sense that your purpose is to increase your position. Yeah. This is a competitive it's a video game. Life. life. is a video game. Life is a video game. You want to level up. And once you get there, what does that mean to you? Satisfaction. Okay. Really Are you sure you're going to feel satisfied? I did something that was hard. Yeah. And then immediately, how do you feel? Yeah. Okay. So you want to do something that's hard that has an intrinsic payoff of what? Self-respect? Is it a feeling of confidence? No, it's a feeling of satisfaction. Did you see what I did? Is it a feeling of confidence? I was like, I was like nodding. Oh. Okay. <laughs> it doesn't work for me. <laughs> so it's a feeling of power. Yeah. So it's a lust for power. Oh yeah. I lust for power. Lust for power. Is there a righteous desire to move up the hierarchy in life? Or is that like an evil desire? What do you mean righteous? I mean a good, fundamentally good, pure, whole, wholesome. Do you consider good? Authentic to your being? Truthful? Truthful? Sometimes we lie to ourselves. Sometimes the thought enters our brains and we lie to ourselves and we decide to prop up that lie and foster and support that lie. But I think each of us has a calling within ourselves to know, hey, this is who I was intended to be. These are my gifts. These are my talents. This is my character. And the more we understand those gifts, talents, and character and apply them to moving forward in a way that benefits ourselves, our families, other people, that's something worth living for. So why do you want to get rich? Is it to have more power? And so I can feel satisfied. To feel satisfied and have a goal. And that's sort of goal I wanna usually wanna accomplish it. Is getting um, No no is is getting rich a worthy goal? What is what what would make it worthy? What makes something worthy or not worthy? 
If it's meaningful. Yeah, it's meaningful to me. Is getting rich a meaningful goal? Yeah, to me it is. Is it a selfish goal? Is it a selfish goal? Are all goals selfish if they have anything to do with just you? I want to get rich. That's a selfish goal. But is it not meaningful? That word selfish is hard because it usually has a negative connotation, but almost everything we decide every that we want you will ever do is, is for yourself. No, every, if you give $100,000 to charity, that's also selfish. You're doing it for some internal payoff. Either you think it makes Heavenly Father happy with you or you feel better about yourself as a person or it appeases your guilt for other mistakes or harms you've done. Yeah. You're saying there's an internal payoff for everything we do. Mm-hmm. And so you could call that selfish. Yeah. I have no problem with the goal of getting rich. I think it's a worthy goal. My question is, what are you going to do once you get rich? How are you going to use that money for good? Here's another question. Is getting rich always better for you and your family? People you care about. People that you want to take care of. Obviously, there's an exception. Some people, it wasn't the best thing for them. How do you make sure that getting rich benefits you, aligns with your life purpose, makes your life meaningful? Because there's another path, right? We, We hear stories about people that win the lottery. And within a few years, they're back to the same yeah. lifestyle they had before, and they're miserable. They didn't actually level up their character, character and develop the habits that you need in order to actually build wealth. Okay, so now we're getting somewhere. Now, now we're getting somewhere. They didn't level up their character. Money was just given to them. It didn't change them. Mm-hmm. They lost it all, and they went back to their same level of happiness or misery as they had before they got the money. Is it, is it just an easy cop out? Is it like, well, I got to do something with my life. I got to level up my character. So getting rich is just an obvious goal and everybody's got that goal. I'm just going to do it better than everybody else. Is it, is it a cop out? A cop out? Yeah. Just like, it's just a lazy goal because it's, it's not very specific. What do you mean by getting rich? Super vague. Oh, that was a twist. You want an army? Yes. With people who, yeah, just like influence thousands 
hundreds of thousands of people. They all looked to me. And the fastest way to get there would be having a lot of money. There's a quote that comes to mind by Stephen Covey. He said that we want to live, love, learn, and leave a legacy. So some of the things you're talking about connect with that idea of leaving a le legacy. You know? Yeah. Like, and, But if you're able to leave a legacy, if you're able to get rich and that helps you leave some kind of a legacy, that might be cool, right? That makes life more meaningful, maybe. Well, having wealth um, opens up other you know, doorways for you to leave a legacy. Yes, 100%. It's really hard to do it as a homeless person, though. Like, yes. You leave a legacy as a homeless person. Yes. Also, what if you have more wealth and it opens up more time for you to learn cool stuff and money to do everything into anything. So if you have goals, you're not gonna even reach them unless you have some like unless they're like mental goals. So you, money is basically required for everything. So it's if you have an abundance of money, then your possibilities are Having a lot of money gives you access to a lot of stuff. Right. It gives you access to the best teachers, the best experiences, the best places in the world to go, yeah. the best food, the best, the best cars. Yeah. So if the goal is to get rich, to experience more of life, to be able to learn faster, learn cooler stuff, love better, love deeper, love more, to learn, leave a legacy, live life, then absolutely, it's a worthy goal. And it's not just selfishness. Mm -hmm. I agree. So I think, so uh, one of my favorite authors and speakers, especially from my youth, was Tony Robbins. And Tony Robbins would say, somebody would come to him and, they, and he'd say, what do you want? And they would say, I want more money. And he'd say, here's five bucks, now get out of my office. And I think what he meant by that was, we're going to have a better chance of getting what we want in life if we're super clear about it, if we're super specific, if we understand the why behind it, if it aligns with our life purpose and there's an integration of all the pieces of our life. It's kind of, you know, overly single-minded to think that I just want to get rich and, and, and it's really a vague goal. I mean, it's a goal, but how much money by when and why the why is the most powerful with a really compelling why the how will come. That's also from Tony Robbins. I mean, you can just keep asking why forever. Yep. Another, uh, another quote uh, pops into my mind from Tony Robbins. He said, if you really, really want to make a lot of money, you want to build significant wealth, you have to have a white, hot flame of desire. I'm misquoting him, but it has to burn within you because it's going to require massive action. So a lot of people, in fact, <laughs> there's a John... Uh, who was it that did Deep Thoughts for Saturday Night Live 20 years ago? John Handy or something like that? 
and he said, he said something about sitting in a rocking chair thinking about money because it's just so nice sitting there rocking back and forth thinking about all that money. Most people, it seems, like to dream about having a lot of money just like they like to dream about having massive pecs and huge triceps, right? Mm -hmm. People that say stuff like, oh man, I wish I, could, I wish I could play golf like Tiger Woods. No, you don't. No, you don't. Are you out there at the driving range four hours every Saturday in the rain, in the snow, in the sun? Are you doing, are you putting in the work? No. A uh, business coach once um, texted me an acronym. I was uh, asking him some questions and I'm like, man, I'm dealing with this issue, you know, and I'm not getting the result that I want. His, his response was DTFW. DTFW, I, I like typed it in a Google search, yeah. like poked around, like DTFW, it wasn't coming up. And I'm like, ah, it's got to be action oriented. What would this be? Do the freaking work. Do the work, man. Do the flipping work. Too many people like to dream about and have vague visions of grandeur it's harder to get really specific about them, connect them to a really powerful why, and that why becomes so powerful that it drives them to action. Action is what propels us forward to learning faster than other people. How about this as a goal? I wanna learn 90% faster than everybody else my age about money, about wealth, about how to increase my value as rapidly as possible because realistically, you want to build wealth, you got to start with something. You got to start with, a, think of it as a little engine. You got to have an engine that's pushing out cash to start investing in assets. Nobody gets wealthy with a zero balance sheet. The positive entries on your balance sheet are assets. You have to acquire and accumulate assets to be wealthy, period, end of story. How do you start accumulating assets? People don't give you assets for free. You can use all these little tricks and games to try to go acquire assets with no money down and no money out of your pocket. And, and that might work. You might, might, might that, that's expedient. That's a little bit of a shortcut. Some people pull that off, great. If you're hustle and you can get that done, great. But the more typical path is you have this little engine and this engine kicks out cash. And then you discipline yourself to live on less cash than this machine produces, okay? And one of the most powerful things you can do is build that engine up, level that engine up, build your influence, build your knowledge, build your skill set, build your communication skills, build your confidence, all of those things, learn from mentors. That engine gets stronger and stronger and stronger and it pushes out more and more cash. It can buy assets quicker. This is your labor. You're exchanging your labor for cash in the beginning of your life. Eventually, you want the assets that you own to be that engine. And they're kicking off so much cash that it covers all of your living costs and then some. At that point, you're starting to achieve the ability to live, learn, love, leave a legacy in a much more powerful way.
when you need me to move influence and, and power, then that those come hand those come hand in hand. Yeah. And then but I would rather do influence and then rich, like in that order. Say it again. You'd rather gain influence. Gain a lot of influence. And then become rich. Because of it. You become rich through your influence. Yeah. Hundred percent. That's the order in which it goes usually. Even if you had a, a burning desire to have a lot of influence, and then it just like cash accidentally came with it, I think that's what happens most of the time. With yeah. People. Yeah. But the people who are wealthy aren't actually thinking like, oh yeah. my gosh, anything I can do right now to just earn more money. Yeah. Because there's always something you can be doing. Yeah. At all times to earn more money. Yeah. They mainly just focus on some, some other goal they want, and then you got it, man. Let's talk about that for a second. I've heard that elite snipers don't aim at the target. They aim behind the target. They're thinking about the other side of the target. Cash is the target. Wealth is the target. What's on the other side of that? Where are we going? You know, where's that bullet going? And guess what? As it's on its journey, cash is coming in. It hits that target. But it's not the end game. That's the key. I had a really successful commercial broker that I worked with one time. He pulled me into his office. I was in my mid-20s. I was super focused on cash. He pulls me into his office. He sits me down. He says, you know, Mark, I don't think about the money that I'm going to make on a deal. I don't think about it making money hardly at all. You know what I think about? I think about the deal. I think about doing as many deals as I can, bigger deals, better deals, about getting better at doing deals. And I kind of sat there dumbfounded, just looking at him nodding because I figured that's what he wanted. And I didn't understand what he was talking about. I do now. The more we hyper-focus on the green pieces of paper, the more they elude us. The more we focus on gaining influence, building trust with people, and doing something beneficial for other people, they start paying us for that thing. And then the cash comes, but it's an afterthought. It's not the sole focus. There's probably some kind of Zen Buddha thing about like water flowing around stones and not holding things too, like don't hold the bird too tightly in your hand. You open your palm and if it doesn't leave, it's yours. You know, something like that, right? When you try to, or, or when you're fighting a wave instead of riding the wave, it doesn't work. But if you let go of the control a little bit and you focus on something else, like adding maximum benefit to as many people's lives as possible. You told me recently that Mr. Beast gives away the largest portion of the income coming to him back to other people. Right. Why? So that's what makes him so successful. That's one of the most important things that makes Mr. Beast so successful is that he gives away most of his money back to his participants, back to altruistic, philanthropic means, back to the contestants. That's a really interesting idea. Would someone attempt to do that if they were overly focused on controlling the money and overly focused on maximizing their profit? They wouldn't, but, but it's, but it, what's, it, what's interesting is the fact that he's not overly concerned about the money. I'm sure he cares about it a great deal, but he's not overly concerned with it 
in a way that blinds him to the real value that he's adding in the world. There's this concept about money that I've read about where money has to flow through you. If money stops with you, then you're disrupting the flow of money. That's really kind of weird, like Buddhist stuff, right? This idea of something flowing through you, like energy is flowing through you. But in my mind, at least in my experience, I found that's true. Yeah, flows through you. But but it kind of betrays logic in a way because you think like, well, well, shoot, if all the money I'm making is flowing right through me, then I don't end up with anything. Well, no. It's probably meaning there's, there's money flowing to you and then the way it's flowing out of you is you using to buy more assets and then there's more flowing through you and then you buy more assets. If you just had an asset and then had money flowing and stop right stop you know you don't yeah think about running a business if i'm too greedy and selfish with money and i want to maximize my profit and not share enough with the team members letting that money flow through me in a generous manner I might have employees that sense that there's too much greed. They're not happy ultimately. They just start looking at this as a job instead of like part of their aligning with their life's purpose and their mission. Um, you can't buy somebody's heart. So what I'm hoping is that I exhibit the characteristics, the leadership, the generosity that causes the people that follow me to have the courage to do the same thing to give more than they absolutely minimally have to, to keep their job in order to benefit other people's lives, our clients, our tenants, etc. I have another uh, quick story. I have a story actually about money flowing through me, which is um, spiritual in nature. I was, um, uh, I was at a, a low point financially, very low. Um, we had, I had made some really good money in my mid to late twenties in commercial real estate. I didn't deserve it, but I didn't know it at the time. And then the market crashed. And I, in my mind, I always thought, well, worst case scenario, I was selling land to home builders and developers with a boutique land brokerage firm. And I thought, worst case scenario, I can go work for a home builder and be their land acquisition person and make a healthy salary. That was my plan B. Well, guess what? Plan B vaporized at the same time. The market crashed and all my deals went away. And I found myself living in a dimly lit, dark carpeted, small 1950s house that you remember when you were a little kid uh, in Mesa and not a great part of the, of the city. And I remember going to church and the bishop of our congregation stood up and he said, hey, there are some families in need of financial contributions to help support their missionary that is out in the field. And we need, you know, X dollars a month. So if anybody's able to, to contribute toward this, you know, it would, it would really be helpful. And I didn't have the money, but I had the thought 
that if God is going to bless somebody with money, why wouldn't it be the person that boldly and with faith commits to helping one of his other children in this manner by contributing this money? And so I didn't tell my wife about it. I didn't tell your mom about it. But at that moment, I committed to giving an uncomfortable amount of money in addition to the contributions, the charitable contributions I was already making. Within two weeks, I met a, a private investor from Southern California who was worth you know, 10 to $20 million, had a lot of uh, free cash, uh, had a lot of available cash to invest in real estate. And it was a call that came in. I made a connection with him. And over the next three years, I partnered with him and his two sons. We flipped like 150 to 200 properties and did other investments that helped me not only get through that low point, but sort of reimagine, reinvent myself, develop new capabilities and make a lot of money. And I don't think that is coincidence. I think that's connected. And that's an example of how money has to flow through us. And that's why I think our why and who we are as a person matters more than just the goal of getting rich because what are we gonna do with it? How are we gonna benefit somebody else's life by the skills, the attributes, our knowledge? How are we gonna share that in a way that benefits people's lives so that they're willing to exchange their dollars um, and, and, and also to open ourselves up to be blessed by God? Because I think that's a real thing. So, you want to get rich? Yeah. So do I. I think when people say, I think when young people say, I want to get rich, they have actually no idea what they're talking about. <laughs> yes. I, I don't think there's any clarity around it. Well, they're, they're literally just straight up talking about like, yeah, I want. They want the, they want the representation of what rich means in their mind which might be completely convoluted and have no basis in reality. They might see a YouTube uh, video short of somebody on a Learjet with a champagne glass and wearing you know, Gucci, and they might think, that's rich and that looks really fun. And really their brain is saying, hey, you wanna have that level of fun or that perceived level of fun? You gotta be rich. So yes, I want that, so I want rich. They might see a really awesome car. They might lust after some Lamborghini and you know, see some really successful, good-looking guy coming out of that Lamborghini. They might want the joy, the influence, and the power that they perceive that person has in that moment on that video, whether it's real or not, but then their brain connects that idea with rich. Yeah. So what do you really want? I think as I age, I'm 45 now, I want, I want what you said you want. I want to have maximum influence with other people, especially people that I love, and I want to benefit their lives as much as possible in a truly fundamental transformational way. I think that we're here on this planet to transform 
and like you said, level up your character as much as you can, that is life's journey. We're here to transform into the absolute best version of ourselves possible. And that version of ourselves is going to have a lot more money flowing through them. But that's not the end goal. I've learned through running that running an ultra marathon is not my end goal because that becomes totally deflating and depressing after that party's over. The, the goal is who we become by pursuing these little benchmarks along the way in our journey to become the transformed best version of ourselves possible. And the goal of getting rich can move us along that timeline. And uh, if we aspire to use our wealth to live, love, learn, and leave a legacy, then that matters. That's meaningful. I'm at the most expedient, lowest level of all of it. Yeah. By going to the gym. Yeah. What do you mean? Building character, building discipline, yeah. absolutely, 100%. Right, right. but if, if I didn't see, like, noticeable physical results that I can see in the mirror yeah. on a weekly basis... It would be tough. I, yeah, it would be like... To keep yourself going, right? Yeah. But, yeah, I think I... So, something really, really meaningful that, that going to the gym um, provides and running provides or anything that's, that's difficult that we do on a consistent basis is um, something Stephen Covey talks about. He talks about the private victory precedes the public victory. The private victory precedes the public victory. So many people want influence, they want fame, they want power, they want wealth. Those are public facing victories. What always comes before the public facing victory is the private victory. It's mind over mattress. It's getting up the same time early in the morning every day, despite what time you went to bed the night, the night before. It's going to the gym consistently. It's, it's doing the things day in and day out when no one's watching that build discipline and character that forge the ability to then have a public victory later, which then is like the equivalent of after shooting through the target, right? It's an outcome that just follows. It's not the end goal. And the problem, the, the problem with the expedient rhetoric that exists online so much these days is it's almost acknowledging that wealth is the end goal. That's the paper target that the sniper's shooting at. It's not. They're looking on the other, they're, they're, they're focused on the other side of the target. What's on the other side of the target of wealth? We just pass through. Once, once we're on that correct, transformative, personal journey and that path for ourselves in the most authentic uh, way possible, then wealth becomes a piece of paper that we just pass through, like the bullet and the, the sniper bullet that just passes through because they're focused on the other side of the target. It becomes an outcome that's uh, almost, um, I want to say it's an afterthought but it's just an externality. It just occurs because of what you are. And you are what you are because of all the private victories that you've attained. That's what matters. And that doesn't have to be drudgery. I think some people think like, oh man, you know, you're talking about like doing it the hard way. And 
uh, you know, things take a lot of time and yeah, I got to go to college. I got to go to school. I got to do, you know, all this stuff that I really don't want to do. It's no fun. I just want a short, short path to riches. Well, think of it a little bit differently. Think about the fact that you are on a path for the rest of your time on this earth, at least of transformation. How can you accelerate your transformation? And as you accelerate your personal transformation, the wealth will come faster and it'll come in a meaningful way and it'll come without, without really any risk. Um, I don't, I'm not, I don't mean any risk. It'll come with certainty. It won't be an accident. That's what I mean. That's it. But it should be more like leveling up your character. Yes. If you're a character in a video game. Yes. And like think about exactly where you're at with your character, like what level you're at on everything. Mm -hmm. Man, I need to like try and upgrade all of those and then yeah. things, just good things start happening. Yes. Yes. And the level ups can happen as we're pursuing the goal of building wealth because a true understanding of building wealth includes the idea that we have to build and increase our value to other people. Think of that, that engine, that machine that produces cash right now, that's a hundred percent correlated with your labor and your direct inputs, right? But as you level up your character, so, so you're going to invest most of your time and energy and leveling up your character so that your time is worth more money. Okay, well, that produces more cash. Eventually, if you decide, you can develop the competency of managing other people and attracting other people to your cause and compensating them because money flows through you. As you do that, boom, your influence expands further, right? Now it's just not your character producing money from their direct labor. You're influencing other people that have joined your cause and they're voluntarily exchanging their labor to further your cause. And now your machine for producing cash gets larger and it's throwing off extra cash. And what do you do with that extra cash? You're buying assets. What are you also doing? You're living a very disciplined ego check life where you don't have to live right on the edge of your income. You're not consuming right on the edge of your earnings. You're not getting the absolute biggest house you can and becoming house poor. You're not getting the most amazing car you can right now. Why? Because you know that having extra cash left over to buy assets with is going to build you significant wealth and financial freedom in the future, right? Mm -hmm. So starting small, small engine, direct labor correlated with how much cash you can produce, park some of that cash to the side, set it aside to buy assets, but build your influence and your character, level your character up as fast as possible through multiple private victory wins, right? Developing discipline, developing intelligence, smarts, understanding your nature, understanding what your superpowers are, applying those to serving other people through work, through a small business that you're starting, whatever you can do, right? You build that as fast as possible. It produces more and more cash. You can buy assets with that. But if you eventually start building a business where you hire other people and, and you're able to level up that way, it starts growing even faster. 
all of this takes you along that transformative journey of who you need to become in this life. And the wealth just comes as a natural consequence of you moving along that journey as fast as you can. And it is so exciting and it is so fun and it is so fulfilling. And that's what people really want, but they think they just want to be rich. They think they just want to be rich. And guess what? Somebody that doesn't have the private victories yet, that gets a ton of cash dumped in their lap, guess what happens? They don't overnight jump from level one to level 10 on their character and suddenly manage that money really well and buy all the right assets and have the, the character and integrity to live, love, learn, and leave a legacy in the way that's really fulfilling. More cash just amplifies who you already are. Mm -hmm. yeah. Makes sense. So get clear about what you really want, own it, and then start moving forward with all the enthusiasm you have. And wealth comes as a natural consequence of that progression. Solid. All right.